Hello, world, and welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your host, everyone's favorite minority, Beverly J. Clark. Now, despite my very old white lady name, I assure you I am some sort of brown or yellow, so don't worry. Um, today is Friday, March 18th, 2022. 2022. Jeez. Um, the day after St. Patrick's Day, which I forgot was the name of the holiday and just kept thinking of Mardi Gras plus green. Um, we did watch Leprechaun in Space yesterday for Bad Movie Night, though, and that was definitely bad. <clears throat> Housekeeping. Please like, share, subscribe, and make love to the channel. Um, we have book club that I believe has been set for Sunday, April 24th at noon Eastern time, which is 9 a.m. Carter's time, Pacific. Uh, I don't actually have a copy of the book, so I'm just going to pantomime holding it. Um, as you can clearly read on this cover here, we are doing Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenit. In. Um, the nailed it, but it's the abridged version, and because uh, I think it's still a very long read. Um, this book is thick. Uh, I did see on Amazon though that the hardcover version is one hundred fifty-eight dollars, and I only like owning hardcover books, so there goes this month's paycheck. Um, is that all the housekeeping we do? Uh, whatever. Now I know that this isn't Kefefi break, and I know that I'm not Carter. Thank God. Um, but he wanted to do a frivolous show, and we all know he hates fun, and I take absolutely nothing seriously, which has affected a lot of my personal life, so here we are. Um, if you don't know me, I have been the Unsafe Space producer and editor, Predator, for... A few months shy of two years, I think. Um, I also like to refer to myself as Carter's best friend, and he explicitly does not feel the same way. Anywho, um, I've never been woke or an SJW or anything. I've always been more libertarian, and politically, I probably fall closest to voluntary minarchist. So, tiny government that you can opt in do. And, uh... I lived in Chicago for about six years doing improv and sketch comedy, and then last year moved back to Pennsylvania, bought a house in the middle of nowhere, and got chickens and geese and have an unstoppable amount of rabbits that just live on the property. But they're friggin' adorable. So, um, I think that's everything. I mean, I have nothing else going for me in life. So, with that, let's introduce today's guest, Alex Maselli. You might know her as Alex of All Trades, which is also the name of her YouTube channel where she does live streams of video games and stuff. She's participated in most, if not every book club episode that we've had, and she's the host of Unsafe Space's 451 Degrees series with Comics Division, which premieres every other Tuesday evening. So if you haven't been watching those, definitely go check them out, but not right now, do it later. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Alex. Uh, thanks for having me on Beverly. I've been dying in the backstage. You probably <laughs> saw that a little bit, but I've been laughing a lot. I was well, like, goodness. oh God, I hope they're not picking up my mic. <laughs> oh. No, I appreciate it. I mean, it's hard to do when you're talking and you don't have like an audience that's on. I should have just had you on, on here already though. That would have helped. So you could see so me better. laugh the whole time. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I'm also going to put in a background my producer because usually, you know, I'm the producer in every other show. I did bring on some loser producer <laughs> intern um, who everyone's going to hate. And so he's just going to be on the background here. He's not even going to say a word, though. I don't want him to say anything at all. It's Andy's nameless. So he's the <laughs> producer who shall not be named. Um, but uh, I mean, look at that. <laughs> the hoodie. Oh, gosh. So, well, thank you for coming, Alex. And again, we're just going to ignore the bottom half of the screen. Um, I... <laughs> I really appreciate that you were able to take time in your day off to come talk to me today in a show that I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so we'll see how this goes. But as I had mentioned to you beforehand too, like the goal will be kind of doing some casual chit chat about like maybe current event topics, um, whatever nerdy geeky stuff that we want and uh, doing some mini games in between. So I don't know how these are going to turn out. That's something that we can get feedback in to other any viewers like them or hate them or have better suggestions because I can't come up with anything. Um, so Alex wanted to say first, I love the music that you have on your channel um, when you're waiting to go live, like the live stream, because it has like the fun, upbeat electronic stuff. So like that always, so when I'm listening to that, just like dancing in the background, um, where'd you get it? I... I always do like I at first I was using something called from Ben Sound, but then um, yes, I love Ben Sound. Yes, uh, but then I didn't. Uh, I wanted something that didn't have an ar arbitration required, so I go. Mm -hmm. I went looking specifically for copyright free arbitration, no arbitration uh, attribute, not arbitration. I'm like, sorry, well, that's a word I understood frame. what you meant. <laughs> I, I know you did. I was looking that's at a Warframe word that got stuck in my head for some reason. Uh, I know it means other things, but it's in my head all the time because of Warframe. But um, fair, fair. What is the word? Attribute. Attribution. Attribution. Yeah. Attribution. No, yeah. no attribution required. Um, you Am know. I supposed to be doing more when I have been? Because I thought it said you could just put it in like the description because I have videos where I'm just that's like, what I've been. That's okay. what I did for all of them is put it in the description. But I yeah, I, I wanted something that I didn't have to. And then also he uh, like people like that, they could revoke. They could change the license when they wanted to. So I wanted something that someone mm -hmm. just decided to dump, you know, you know, use my music for free. So I went searching for that and I found um, this uh, the this group of electronic songs that I I liked yes. quite a bit. And so I I grabbed like four of them and then and I listened to them like on repeat for a very long time before I went with that one. That that's the <laughs> one I think is the best. <laughs> and then What's the name I, of it? Do you remember? Oh God, I found it so many years ago oh, now okay. that I'm like having a hard I'm like I don't put you on the on spot. The, <laughs> yeah, I know you did. And on the and I don't think I have it on this new computer like all the information well i'll give you till the end of the episode to find it and if you don't find it then you'll never be allowed back on again so okay that's, if that's if those rules are fair hopefully um <laughs> but uh no it's cool I, I really yeah i don't know because i was just like at first i didn't know like how long is this gonna go i don't care i'll just keep listening to it for however long until the stream starts it, um, it's it loops I, I just leave it on a loop yeah um, yeah I yeah, I, I did it. I did it because I was like, I don't want to just start the stream like randomly. I and I've got housekeeping stuff to do at the beginning where I share the links and every you know share all the social media mm -hmm. and everything. 
make sure everything is actually ready to go because gaming streaming is difficult. Like there's, there's a lot of technical issues that can pop up uh, with running something so serious as a video game and OBS at the same time. So like I wanted something at the beginning there to like show you guys, I'm, I'm almost ready. We're getting started. We're going to go, but I, I just have to make sure everything's Mm -hmm. set up. I like how you also say, uh, I understand what you mean by like a serious for video game OBS because it takes a lot, but then it is also like as serious as a video game because we mean business here for video games. Um, not this, <laughs> I mean, I love video games. Just that was the graphically intense. Right, 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 right. No, 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 for sure. Like I was saying beforehand, I have to exit out of Discord with StreamYard because I get scared because my computer's just going to cry and break down. So like, don't want to risk it. And then and then I realized that I had forgotten to even give you the StreamYard link. So I was like, where is Alex? Whoops, my bad. Um, yeah, that's my only way of contacting you, too, yeah. is Discord. So I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what okay. to do here. I'll have to give you my phone number, too, and stuff, because that way, because I am I need to be more easily contactable. <laughs> Not on live stream. We can wait until later for you to give me your phone number. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to get it. Okay, no, I'll wait. Um, before we get too far into it, I want to do like an icebreaker game there too to start off. Uh, so first we are going to do, would you rather, I've got three, 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 okay signs, three <laughs> questions for you and um, feel free to ask as many like specific questions that you, like if you need answers to them, because we can like talk this out together because I, I just made these up. Um, so question number one, I know you have cats as I, as do I, so. It's kind of related. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a cat or be a goose? I don't know anything about geese. I don't know how long they live. I know cats live about, can live up to like 30 years if they're well taken care of and geese everything. Geese can too. I mean, they can they're like 20, 25. So just a little bit. So we know cat. let's go by like what cats are. Sorry, just to give some details then for information on yeah. geese. Cats have fur. They are only land animals. Um, they're the worst, and pe- and I still love them. Right? Those are pretty much the, the four things. Um, geese, uh, I guess they're similar to so, but geese they waddle around. They can swim, um, and they don't, yeah, they, wa- they don't walk well. They trip on everything that they walk in front of. They swim, and they can fly. Like Canada geese can like fly, fly. Domestic geese are a little bit more bottom heavy, so they can fly for a while, but not forever. So they've got like, you know, a lot of things going for them, land, sea, and air. Um, and they're the worst too, and I love them. So that's why I was going to go with cat because then I was like, well, then I get to be an asshole and everyone still loves me. <laughs> and I was like, well, you get to be an asshole as a goose, but does everyone yeah. love you? That's I, fair. I was <laughs> one of the few, I think. I mean, because I raised them when they were babies, so it's just, it's hard to I'm, I have this attachment to them. Uh, but yeah, so no, that's fair. Like, it's, I think it's harder for people to love them because when they're aggressive and just attack you, it's hard to like, you know, be able to touch them and pet them. I'm going to say cat, and it's not because I have cats, but because no almost no one in the world eats cats <laughs> and that's, oh that's my decision <laughs> yeah and the one goose i have both geese are supposed to be the same breed but the one she looks nothing i have no idea what she is um i love them but the one is a roman tufted and they're more known as a utility bird in europe so they eat them more they are like <laughs> we don't eat geese as much but cats mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not sure what 
other cultures really do. I do remember my mom had told me that she once ate dog and she didn't realize it until afterward. And so then she threw up after that. <laughs> oh God, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, a little bit of a shock to her. And and I think unrelated, she's also been a vegetarian for a long time. <laughs> so, but I don't think it was because of that. Her pescatarian something. She's okay with fish. Um, okay. Who likes fish? Uh, okay. Okay. So answer is cat. Yes. Fair answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I just was that from Untitled Goose Game? Carter did get get it me is. that for Christmas. <laughs> it is. Oh, I love I it. I played that for the channel too. I played really? It. Yeah. Oh, it was it's so fun because it's it nice is to fun. Actually, be able to be on the other side of it because instead of like getting attacked and eaten by a goose, I get to be the obnoxious one stealing everyone's keys and untying shoes and chasing that little dork into the telephone booth. I love the I love indie games like that where you're like it's something weird and you get to be a dick. There's another one called uh, Rain on Your Parade where you're a rain cloud and you get to ruin everyone's day. And it's like it's a blast because it's like oh they're having a party, go fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello. And I definitely am going to want to talk to you more about different games that you've played because I'm sure you've had, you have some interesting ones. Um, but let's do, let's finish this game first. So round one, Cat, I'll give you a point for that answer. I don't know how I'm going to score points, but the points do matter in this show, obviously. So um, if you win at the end, you'll get some sort of reward. I don't know what reward or award is going to be prize. Maybe uh, I was thinking, I was considering like maybe I would just end up writing like creepy, uh, like secret love letters and mailing them out to people. So if you want to give me your address later on, I, <laughs> I don't know, but it's workshopping. We're like workshopping and I don't know yet. Maybe, maybe not that, judging by your reaction. <laughs> um, question two, as a gamer and an avid book reader, would you rather never be able to play a video game again or never be able to read a book again? Oh, that is difficult because they usually <laughs> do both at the same time. Yeah. Like I mean, literally. Like, read, I do mean like audiobook, like not being able to intake any sort of book. Yeah, I figured as much. So I did the whole encompass of what it is to read a book. But yeah, I do both at the same time. I may even be like gaming and looking over at an, at an ebook at the same time. That one's hard. Uh, <laughs> God. It's okay, take your time. We have all day. I guess never play another video game. Ooh, uh, okay. okay. I am a, really more a writer at heart, so mm -hmm. I I don't well, think I could I give think up you could, books. You could write. You can continue yeah. to write your stuff. You would just never be able to read what you've written know, after you finish. I, there's so much joy in reading a book as a writer. And I mean, even if I am critiquing it and tearing it to shreds, I still find enjoyment in doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't, I'm not as savvy on the, the mechanics, the, you know, the, what's under the hood when it comes to a video game. So I would, mm -hmm. I would have to say that I would stick to being able to read novels. That would, okay. that, that's my choice. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I did in college, I, I knew some like video game students too because we all like I worked in the tutoring center so it was like one of each or a couple of each uh program but it was I mean a lot of them really did like character design and it was really cool like I think they did less coding and stuff though but it was just it was still elaborate too like all the programs that they had to use like a uh, 3d max and 
other things I, though. I do want to learn 3D modeling and, you know, some basic game design stuff because yeah. I, if, when you when you play video games as often as I do, which is every day, uh, nice. you know, it kind of is like such a serious part of your life. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just, it's a wasteful hobby. I don't find it to be a wasteful hobby. I, I, I actually find it keeps my brain more sharp. Like both of those activities keep my brain pretty sharp. I, I'd say. Yeah. Anyway. Depending on the games. Yeah, really. So, um, I mean, I, I think that some games are absolute trash, but the genre is huge. Some books mm-hmm. are absolute trash too. <laughs> so I'm not going to say guys. that either genre is like, uns- like, and also video games can cover very serious topics. So mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't think I wouldn't throw one genre away like for everyone, for this, for all of society. But I, you know, I do think for me personally, I would stick with books. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. What would I do? I don't even get to read as many books as I want to. Oh, and to answer Greg, the baritone, he asked, how do you read while playing video games? It's because you listen to audiobooks mostly, right? Mostly, yeah. But then also, I play a lot of online games, so there's a lot of loading screen time. While you're waiting. When I'm waiting for something, or there's a timer that I have to wait out, so I can look over at my phone and look at the ebook and read while I wait. Um, Or I died. I died, and there's the timer is that I'm waiting for someone to revive me, or (laughs) or to revive, or when I can revive myself, so I can look at the book and read a sentence or two. Um, So much more productive, like time productive than because I would just like sit and like count down like ten. (laughs) No, I I don't. I don't hardly leave my brain space to just zone out. Like that does not happen to me. (laughs) Um, But I, uh, yeah, like I mostly do audio books, but sometimes I'm still doing an ebook. What happened though is that like I was when I was doing the ebooks before and I was on the old potato computer, I'd have a lot potato. more time. Yeah, that's what I call it. I got a new computer in um, January that's much oh, faster. Yeah. I'm still just and, picturing an actual potato though. So. Yeah, <laughs> I call it the potato computer because it was so slow. So uh, my loading screens would sometimes last a minute and a half. That's several pages to me. <laughs> so oh, I would be able okay. to get like through yeah. a lot. And then when I switched to the new computer, I was like, I can't, I have to be a lot easier, like a lot quicker on the switching back to the video game because the loading screens are like that sometimes. (laughs) And I'm not used to it yet. (laughs) Minute and a half, several pages. I get like maybe three words in that amount of time. So, well, you're a fast reader. Um, uh, Words are hard. Um, Okay, so you choose books. Oh, nerd. (laughs) uh but i'll give you a point for that too so you've got two points so far you're on the board um playing against question three uh would you rather what is this one i forgot this one (laughs) this might be a little bit difficult too uh would you rather suffer a lot but be the famous hero saving the world from from a would-be apocalypse or live a very comfortable and happy, normal, but unfamous life? That feels like two different questions to me. One, uh, one feels like, do you want notoriety or do you, and at, on top of that, are you willing to sacrifice your own comfort for the good of the world? 
And the other question yeah. sounds like, are you okay with not having any notoriety? Are you also okay with being selfish for, you know, holding yourself more important mm. at, than the entire world? I'm like, if you took out the words famous from both of those, I like, like, it's a completely different answer wow. for me. Does oh, that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. And, and I think when I was thinking of it too, it was just kind of like, oh, like, and I did see that as like, what if you get to save the world, but like, and you do get that notoriety versus like, oh, you're a nobody, but like, but you also have like everything, like you live like this great life. You just haven't, you know, like without all that suffering, but you also mm-hmm. aren't going to be well known. So, okay. How about we answer, you can answer both of them then. So okay. the, without any fame, so would you rather suffer a lot, but just be a hero saving the world um, or uh, from a would-be apocalypse or just live a very comfortable and happy, like normal life. So you've got everything that you could want, um, but it's just, you know, it's without having to <laughs> suffer. <laughs> yeah. On an ethical level, I think you need to save the world mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, over your own uh, peaceful existence. Um, just because I, I don't know that uh, I, I, I'm not sure like this is hypothetical. I'm not sure what, if it really actually came down to it, what I would choose, but in a, from a philosophical standpoint, I'm going to say I would want to save the world. We can make things happen, Alex. So (laughs) this is our goal is to try and attempt to do some sort of apocalypse, put you like, make it all up to you. And then we'll just see like what you actually choose. So if anyone in chat, I mean, I guess we're kind of, maybe we're already toward the direction with what's going on in the world. Don't need to talk about that right now. So, okay, if you're if you're introducing the fame part into it, uh, you said your answer would change. Yeah, uh, because at like at that point, I feel like you you might be doing it just for the notoriety. Like you're doing it for the like to go down in history as this awesome human being. I don't care if I if like if I do go down in history as some awesome human being. That that's not a a, a a thing that I think about yeah. really as it, I don't value it. So uh, to me, um, if that's my motivating factor, if that's my benefit, it's not a benefit to me, <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah. So I probably like at that point, it's like, well, the, um, you should be doing it just for the, you know, saving everyone in the world. But if I had to choose, like, you know, even just being a hero that, you know, for m- for notoriety and it's not even a real hero position versus a a meaningless, meaningless to the rest of the world life. That's comfortable. I'm choosing the comfortable life. I don't, I don't give a crap about people knowing who I am. Like (laughs) it's not, it's not in my head as a, as a motivation. Like it's funny to say that when you have a YouTube channel and you're doing a a podcast yeah it sounds like oh and you're a writer like all those things sounds like you want attention but I'm not doing these things because I want attention I I, it sounds really weird I'm doing it because I enjoy them I guess (laughs) so what do you I guess what do you get out of doing instead of just playing the video games and not streaming them what is the enjoyment kind of like just sharing with like other the viewers and stuff too to see like oh like you to kind of have some community involved yeah it's 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 more about the personal connections for me um Mm -hmm. there are a few viewers that like and this is one of the things i say i know not every gaming streamer says this but if you friend me in a game um like warframe or destiny 2 i accept that friendship 
Like I accept your, if you invite me to a fire team, I'm probably going to go. Uh, if you want to join my group when I'm live streaming and I've never met you, but you're watching the channel and you're talking to me and everything, I'm going to accept it. Like I, I will let you play with me because I'm out here trying to create um, like friendships, you know, uh, community, like you said. And um, I do that through these online video games. Like there are people who've been watching the channel for your, a couple of years now. We play together off stream. Like, oh, yeah. So we're, and I, I know where they, I, I know what country they live in. I, you know, these are people who don't speak English as a first language necessarily. And we have conversations and we asked how each other are doing. And that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to get out of this. Uh, and maybe can like convince some people of my points or make connections, but not really like, I don't like if people disagree with me, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like you're, you're your own person. Like right. I, there's still that going on. There's because I expect <clears throat> some She's give and take. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Allergies. <laughs> I expect some give and take, you know, with human relationships. Right. So to, uh, to me, it is more about community and less about everyone pay attention to me. That's why I'm, I have like what I call the no simp zone, like, I don't want people, I don't want, I don't want viewers coming to my channel to, like, talk to the hot chick. Like, I, that, that kind of thing just makes me uncomfortable. Like, really? I, yeah, I'm like, I'm, that's not me. I'm not a gaming thought. Please don't show up as, <laughs> and simp. No simps in the channel, please. <laughs> Which is what, though, like, to me, that's a type of trying to get, like, validation from people. Mm, mm-hmm. And so, and I'm not after that. So that's why it's, it's not the same. Um, you talked about like accepting friends and all that too. So, uh, I just want to say that must be nice having friends. I don't, I've never, I don't know what that's like. So (laughs) (sighs) got a lot to learn from you. Um, but okay. So I think that's, that's a really good answer to you as far as the, would you rather go? So I'll give you three for three. You're really winning this game. Um, and here's a secret. You would have gotten the points, whatever you chose it to, but don't tell the internet that. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, so I guess we we have already kind of gotten a little bit into you as a person with these games and a little bit of your background, but um, I want to talk a little bit more, like tell me a little bit more about yourself. What's your story? Who is Alex Maselli? Oh, and real quick too, um, the other day I was trying to research some stuff on your channel, or as I like to call internet stalking. Um, and I saw you play a game called uh, Neon Abyss that I think used a cat to shoot out fish skeletons at monsters. Mm -hmm. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. It just reminded me of like a few other games like that that I've played, but um, can you, can you tell me a little bit more about that game too, as well as just your whole story, but include uh, Neon Abyss in your story of Alex Maselli and go. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm from Arizona originally, and I have a learning disability when it comes to reading and writing. So I, I, it was hard for me to get into that, which is funny because I mentioned how much I'm into writing and reading. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why is that I value it highly because it was so hard for me to get. I love um, that. Uh, yeah. Where it just like, it, it's more meaningful to you. Like, like you had to mm-hmm. overcome like, or for anyone, like overcoming obstacles or something where it's just like, yeah, like this, this just means more and that like you might be more into it because like you worked harder for it. So yeah, yeah definitely. Well, and then I went to Kansas for college for playwriting and then poetry and then fiction. So I have a 
um, I have a bachelor's and a master's uh, in creative writing fiction. But I studied poetry and playwriting when I was there too. And then um, I moved back to Arizona because there were no jobs in Kansas at the time. Mm -hmm. It was like 10 years ago almost. Uh, Are there any jobs now in Kansas? I don't know. I haven't been back. But um, I was teaching out there. I was teaching college um, while I was there. And that was quite an experience. It it really blackpilled me on the quality of public education. Uh, (laughs) And then um, moved back to Arizona because there were more jobs here. And um, a couple of years ago, I started to feel my brain was atrophying uh, mm-hmm. pretty badly because I was no longer in college. So I was like, I need to do something to get intellectually more robust in my life. So I started joining book clubs. I started the YouTube channel. Um, and I started... Wait, so you've done other book clubs outside of Unsafe Space? Yes. <laughs> You're cheating? Yeah. Um, I quit two of them in 2020. (laughs) Or unsafe space. Okay. Yes. (laughs) But um, what happened, so then like, I so I started the channel and I started the channel at first as like a review channel. I would review movies Mm -hmm. TV shows, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, Books, the Sunday book circle, I would review a book. Um, And it was a lot of fun, but I kept getting gigged for the TV shows and the movies by like copyright strikes annoying me. I was like, what word did you just use? (laughs) Context clues. I got it. Yeah. And then, so then I started using, so then I started doing the games. Uh, I got a, like when I started the channel, I didn't actually have a PC. I had an iPad pro. Uh Uh, So I was making videos on my iPad pro. I got my Yeti mic before I got my PC and I got an adapter for it for my my iPad. <laughs> um, so uh, and so my early videos they all really really suck. I didn't know what I was doing. I was teaching myself audio mixing. I was teaching myself video editing. All those things I had to learn on my own. Nice. And then yeah, and and now I'm I'm pretty good at all of them. But then I had to, and then I got the PC, and I thought, I'm going to start playing video games. And I realized how easy it was to create content as a gaming YouTuber versus actual edited videos. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So the I content started, is just there. For, I mean, like, oh, yeah, you don't need to yeah. think of so stuff. So I, I bought a camera, uh, you know, a webcam and everything, and I started, my setup just built and built and built until it was this amorphous monster on my desk of cords. Uh, and I, I started recording gaming and not live streaming it. Um, and then I started, uh, and I put out a, a, a gaming video every day. It was a thing. It was like every day let's plays is I think what I mm, call the feature. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they were, they were 10 minutes or longer. They could, they could be as short as 10 minutes or they could be as much as two hours. Um, then, uh, COVID happened. Uh, and I went home uh, full time and um, I played Warframe for the f- second time for the first time for the channel. That sounds second weird. Second time for the first time on the channel. So, Got I, it. so I played it back in like 2014, 2015 and did not like it. I was like, I don't This is too hard. I chose Mag. And back then Mag was kind of a weak starting character for someone who's not good at video games, which I am not and i will never say that i'm not good at video games 
And um, uh, so I, I was like, I don't want to play this. And then, uh, but then I played it again in 2020, uh, just a recording. And uh, I, w I chose the better character the for someone who's not very good at video games. And I was like, this is so much fun. I'm, I'm, I'm so in love with this. And I decided that from there I would do streaming, gaming streaming for uh, Mixer at first. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mixer died. Um, and I was just going to do Warframe. That was my plan. Warframe and maybe a random game every once in a while. And then um, after uh, Mixer died, I moved to Facebook for a hot minute. And then I moved on, and then I was like, I have a YouTube channel. I already have subscribers. I'm just doing a stream on YouTube. So right. I, so I started streaming every Sunday on YouTube Warframe. And then I decided I was going to do more streams. And they started just getting more and more and more streams until I was streaming almost every single day. And one of the features for live streams, which I just ended actually, was gaming review first impressions where I would play um, a game I've never played before on live stream. And one of them that I played was Neon Abyss. Uh, I have there we go. I was waiting. Okay, yep. nice. I know. I was like, I'm getting there. <laughs> but, um, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> at some point we will get You're there. You're losing but, me. <laughs> but like I, uh, so I would play like random games. I have an Xbox Game Pass subscription and Neon Abyss mm. was available. It's still available there. So that is X, it's an Xbox game or it's, it's on um, Xbox and PC. PC. Okay. Um, I figured cause a lot like on Steam. Yeah. I don't have a console. Mm, I, mm, I have okay. not had a console in years. Um, but yeah, I have a, um, I have the Xbox game pass for PC and one of the games was Neon Abyss. And I very, very, very much love roguelites. I'm not good at them. Uh, I especially, I'm especially not good at those. And that's what that. I, it's like a, the genre of yeah. Of the that's what the, that genre is. It's a it's okay. it's usually a side-scrolling platformer, but um, doesn't necessarily have to be. But most of them are because a lot of them are made by indie companies, and they right. that's easier to make. Um, so and for people they, who don't understand, it, can I just describe it as like like a two D cartoony? A lot of the ones I've seen are like very cartoony. So then you're just like you're able to like move around into the different dungeons yeah. and stuff, and yeah, um, and you're shooting all. In and the, if like, you die, uh, you usually have to start completely over. Oh, okay. that's what like, that's uh, one of the main features of it being. What's that? Enter the dungeon. Does that happen to enter yes. the dungeon? Okay, I, enter yeah, I the dungeon. Chance. Yeah. So like not all of them are 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 the two D like Neon Abyss, where it's like Super Mario uh, angle. I'm so glad you brought that up because I love Super <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Some of them are like Enter the Dungeon. It's a completely different uh, uh, kind of yeah. Is this but Neon this, Abyss? This is Neon Abyss. Okay. And I after I edited the video that you that. Um, the live stream from last year and put it up like last week. I think that was last week that video came out. The so, Neon yeah. Abyss edited version. Uh, I down I re-downloaded Neon Abyss and started playing it off <laughs> live stream. I was like, I did really enjoy this. I'm gonna play yeah. it again. <laughs> I love the colors. Like it's like such bright colors and everything too. And again, when you have the just the cat, the like oh, shooting the Terry skeletons out of it. That's um, what the name of that gun was, Terry the cat. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, this is a great start to a video game. <laughs> like, you gave me a cat gun. <laughs> reminds me, uh, I forget what the name, because we've had a, diff- a couple of different Adventure Time games, but like there are ones too that had like you get to shoot weird uh, like ice cream and other things from it. It's been so long. I was on Xbox and it's been so long since I've played that, but it was it was a dungeon. You crawl through all the dungeon stuff, but a very cartoony, very colorful. Yeah. Um, have you played <laughs> what the other ones? That I, love? I love Castle Crashers. Have you played that? No. Your little tiny colorful knights. Um, and then so you shoot, you know, like blue or purple. And um, the pink one was like a DLC. And I always played that one because he shot out rainbows and I think <laughs> hamsters or something. So those were his <laughs> powers that you would just like shoot up some sort of hamster. And so you're just uh, like, I think, saving the kingdom and, and fighting mm-hmm. whatever bad guys. But it was super cute. Loved it. I'm not very good. I'm really bad at uh, anytime you have to do like, um, what's it called? The, the, planes or love her uh oh yeah there it is <laughs> um, i don't see pink knight there but like but uh, you know one of the That's blue it. blue red ones like he's pink shooting rainbows um but like whenever you have to kind of like move around to like get on the same plane as the bad guy i'm so bad at that <laughs> that i'm just oh, like i yeah. thought i'm here and i have to like keep inching around and i'm it's I'm, it's harder if from this perspective to do that to gauge that like yeah. so i i get and I mean, I would have difficulty with that too myself. I mean, hell, I, I this is a joke to me, but I'm terrible at platforming. Like, and that's mostly what a lot of roguelites are. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna go play one and fucking die by falling off of something. That's why, or spend five minutes trying to get up Just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't help myself though. It's, uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'll say the only game that I'm I've ever been comfortable in saying I am boss at this game is Super Mario World. Um, because I and I if I play by myself, I will kill off Mario just to play as Luigi and I only play with Yoshi. So there are a couple levels in there like where you just you physically can't um, play with Yoshi like, throughout it or at the end you would have to like kill him or something. So when that happens, I bring Mario back to life um, just to do those levels and then I go back and because I'm like, I'm not going to lose Yoshi for this. Uh, and I have all the Nintendo systems like from the original original Nintendo through the Switch. So I got each one and I tried the other day. I hadn't played video games in like months and I always want, every time I'm always feeling like I, you know, I should read. I want to do all these things like all the whatever uh, hobbies that I want to do and then but I just never have time or I, I feel too guilty because I should be working on uh, Dungeons and Dragons as uh, <laughs> Dungeon Master like writing it out but uh so I finally got out the Super Nintendo the other day and I had to put it with an adapter to our uh, TV because they don't actually plug into those like nope. the red right yellow whatever um and i hadn't ever used it yet i used to plug it into an old tv that could and it like delayed and i was really upset because it was just like when you jump and stuff it just wasn't exactly right and i was and i'm like i'm i know i'm way better at this like i am not this bad and it like missed a frame i was trying to like jump up on like one of the the boingy spring like the the green things where you go Mm -hmm. up and it wasn't recognizing that i was jumping up so it just it was the screen was supposed to like move upward so i can continue going through through the level and it didn't and then uh, eventually i was able to get i had to like do a fake out but the time ran out and it killed me because i was spending so much time like what's happening here so (laughs) 
Um, then eventually I just got the Nintendo Switch online thing where you can get all of the old. I was like, I am not dealing with this anymore. I love these classic games, but I, I know you need a you need some kind of emulator now because otherwise you're mm -hmm. not going to get like is there just going to be that lag or whatever? And it's yeah, it's so sad. I, mean, I used I just, to have I used to have a Super Nintendo when I was a kid, and um, my favorite game on there, well, two favorites was the Street Fighter Two. I would, used to be super into fighting games, like when I was a kid, like that was my thing, and then um, including DOA Three, which was like highly sexualized, but I was okay with that. And then um, the other one that I was really into on my Super Nintendo was uh, Zelda. Yeah. yeah. I loved that game. I, I don't know if, I'm a, if I really played much. I was really into Ocarina of Time, so it wasn't until then, 64, I think, when I got into it. So I think I played like very little of anything before that. But Zelda, classic. Zelda messes me up because, like, you know, the, the, the boomerang, you would throw it and, like, you could pick up stuff with it and bring mm -hmm. it to you. Now in video games, if I have a weapon that's thrown, I expect it to bring me stuff. Like, not yeah. just kill things. <laughs> I'm like, this is like a 25-year-old freaking uh, memory that is like, yeah, it, it brings you stuff, right? That's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what all my boomerangs have done in real life. So <laughs> I have certain expectations. Um, okay, well, let's take a break from this and do another mini game. This one is the one that uh, I think I gave you some homework to do. So if you have that, it's going to be the two truths and a lie. Um, yes. So you can tell me your two truths and one lie, but not tell me which is which. And I will try to guess I'm really bad at this. I'm also um, interested to see what the chat thinks about these. Which oh, one yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the lie. Um, okay, I cut my own hair. Uh, I recently turned 31, and I uh, cannot eat mango or kiwi. All right. Uh, you cut your own hair. You recently turned 31, and you cannot eat mango or kiwi. Um, all right. I can give some time if anyone in chat wants to answer. I actually do think I know because I just I know some stuff about you already. Like I, in, <laughs> In other shows, um, like 451 Degrees, we're just talking to you. Like, I think I um, <laughs> I think I know which one is the lie. Um, yeah. So so what do you guys think? I'm seeing, uh, man, someone named Unsafe Space is talking, like, a lot in chat. Uh, <laughs> don't forget. I don't know what that means, but I don't forget about pianists. I'm one of them. Um, it's taking a while. I don't feel like waiting. This is going to take too long. I'm just going to go for it. Well, um, someone says haircut is a lie. Haircut is a lie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> if it is delayed, I'll give another second. Self-haircut is the lie. Okay. That's two. <laughs> two. Everyone's saying self-haircut. Um, all right. I think... It is uh, B, I think it's that you recently turned 31, because I think you've mentioned you're older than that. I won't say the name, but I think you have said that online before. Yeah, I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, but I thought it was. So I've got uh, numbers here. Um, but yeah, I cut my own hair every day. Every day? Almost oh, every okay. day. Like, so just, at least, like at least up to once a week, I cut my own hair. And have been for trimming? 10 years. Yeah, 
just trimming, shaping so it. You used to uh, get it or done at least by someone else prior to the coof, or uh, actually, in January of 2020, oh, I so read all this in, in January of 2020, I did all this research because I was sick and tired of stylists never being able to give me a good haircut. And uh, and they were and I found something that said that people with curly hair probably shouldn't get their hair cut wet. Oh. That it should be cut dry to shape, not to length, which is what people with straight hair benefit from. So then I was like, well, I'll try it. So then I did it at home. And then I went to a stylist like twice in February. Um, and I still didn't like what they did, even though I talked to them about it. And then uh, after, you know, COVID, I just started doing it myself, you know, mm. max once a week. Um, I mean, at, at least once a week, keeping my hair short. Oh, it is, when I would go out after, like, people started going out again, people were like, oh, where'd you get your hair cut? And I'm like, my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I did it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So do you have like the, the actual hair cutting scissors that like they, I don't know what they're called though, or it's just straight scissors. Cause like, I just use sewing scissors. I don't know. Oh, okay. And sewing. they're not even good ones. They're just <laughs> cheapo sewing scissors. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I have not cut my hair in 15 years. So I think we're kind of, if you do yours daily, I haven't done mine in like half of my life. So, <laughs> so we're just well, like the perfect odd couple. Well, it used to be what I would do is that I would get a pixie cut and then I would wait two years to go to the stylist. So my hair would be long, oh, like yeah. down to my butt almost. And then I would go and mm -hmm. I would go, I want a pixie cut, cut it all off. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because by that point, I have a different person cutting my hair than the last time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Cut it all off, all of it. And they and they're like, but people with long hair, they usually want to keep it. And I'm like, no, get rid of it. And I'm like, okay, and I'm not coming back for another two years. <laughs> <laughs> and it grows that long. Wow. It took so long. Yeah. Like mine is past my butt, but I'm also five foot seven. So like I'm tall. <laughs> I always hate when people like who are short, like I used to have hair as long as yours. Like, no, you didn't. You're like half my height. The, the relative length difference. Like they're, it, yeah. Yours, <laughs> So I know I'm, like, I'm five three, so that's it, my long hair is not oh, right. as long as your long <laughs> yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah, mine. I don't know where it is, right? I mean, like it's it's a, it goes like longest at the tip, so it's not it doesn't like evenly cut. But I think it's <laughs> at the longest. It's around like three and a half feet, maybe. Um, stop splitting hairs. <laughs> hey, intern, stop <laughs> chatting so much. Um. But, uh, oh, okay. All right. And then, so you did turn 34 and what was the other, oh, that you're allergic. I know that you have, uh, yeah, you have a lot of, you eat like mostly meat, just meat. Right. And then I think you said like, there's some like rice or, or something that you, meat, you can rice eat. potatoes. Although I discovered, so I know what's wrong with me. I, I know, uh, mechanically what's going on that I can't mm. eat most foods. And I discovered two things. One, an enzyme that, a a a, co a, a batch of enzymes this company is selling that's in a powder form that so that I can sprinkle it on my food sort of like lactase in fact lactase is in it um and then I can eat things like bread or pasta without you know mm. without getting too sick and the other one that I got is something from Germany uh and it's so that I can eat fructose and they are 
brilliant. And they've, and, and this was from the last two weeks that this has been going on that I've been like, holy crap, I can eat these things. Now, the thing is, though, is that whatever is wrong with me and tropical fruit has nothing to do with this and, and has, is very old. I know it's not an actual food allergy because I recently got tested, but it is okay. something because my, uh, like my skin literally burns on contact with pineapple and my, mango I a and kiwi friend, yeah he uh so i was a newspaper reporter for a while and um and so my coworker there he he had a he was like acting as the the managing editor for a bit while the other one was on um, maternity leave and he came in one sunday and like he was just talking about how he had this like thing of 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 pineapple this container that he's going to eat and he mentioned how like oh it made him kind of sick the other night that he didn't know like it didn't make him, but he's just like i don't know what it was and i'm like oh okay so you're gonna eat some here though so <laughs> after he ate some he got really sick and had to leave and it was like sunday so it was only like the couple of us so i had to put together the entire paper pretty much oh, by gosh. myself there was someone mm. else that was like filling in to do sports but he didn't do it right so i had to like redo all of his too and it was just no gosh like why would you eat pineapple now to don't use this time to test out whether or not you're okay with yeah. it. Um, I with me, I I my first experiences of eating kiwi as a child involved it burning my mouth, and I thought, does it? Oh, does yeah. kiwi always feel that way to everybody? Yeah. And everybody was like, so no, painful. Alex. <laughs> Does it make everyone's tongues swell up and catch on fire? Oh, that's a weird fruit. No, that. The, I really do avoid tropical fruit, though. Because and the thing is, though, is that they use pineapple juice as a meat tenderizer. Often. Oh yeah. So I okay. like have to be worried about that. Mm. Um, but I uh, I try to avoid it as much as possible. More more and for years, years and years and years, basically since I was like. I think 20 I, when I really figured that one out and I was like, I'm just not going to mess with this. Cause it, it doesn't feel good. Someone bought me avocado kiwi shampoo and conditioner and it literally and that, burned. Wow. And, I, and I was like this, I, I'm sorry. I cannot use this. Wow. I, oh, real quick. Silver lock. Yes. Five foot, seven inches tall, not wide. Um, <laughs> tall. Uh, the, the kiwi, Thing. What was I going to say to that? Um, lost my train of thought. Um, he, oh, I guess I'm just going to say that it makes me so sad. To th oh, pineapple. No, pineapple is like, I love pineapple. That's my favorite. <laughs> this is going to probably make a lot of people leave, but pineapple pizza is my favorite pizza. And I know that's like a really hot topic. To <laughs> it's a contentious topic, but um, I love it. Not, I don't even need ham. Oh, gone. <laughs> Thank God. He's gone. <laughs> Um, but oh, he left because uh, he hates pineapple. That's <laughs> yeah, he is not a fan of pineapple. That's why I'm getting that now. I think that's why he left. <laughs> um, like, I don't see anything. <laughs> it's sweetness on pizza. <laughs> don't do it while she's talking. Do it while I'm talking. Jeez. <laughs> intern. Can't find good help these days. I like honestly like a lot of things about when it comes to like because I'm Italian, like my last name is Maselli, and everyone's all like, oh, you know, like oh, and I have seen there's this one thing where there's this this woman, this American woman who's dating an Italian man, and she takes him out to an Italian restaurant. She goes, I'm gonna get pineapple on my pizza, and he goes, what? Why? 
if you do that, I can no eat here anymore. And like, he's like, I have to leave. And, and like, I'm not that much of a snob. Like, I'm like, whatever, enjoy what you enjoy. Like, I, I just don't see like a really big, it's, it's food. It's food. Eat food right. that you like. That's why I have no friends. Cause they all left me for liking pineapple pizza. So <laughs> at least that's the reason that I tell myself. <laughs> um, okay. Let's uh, do another game. <laughs> um let me see oh actually i think before we get into that i wanted to i think I, there are a couple like since you've like certain uh nerdy geeky kind of things did you see the thing about um the disney star wars what is it called um it's the disney world struggling to fill the hundred hundred room five thousand dollar star wars hotel have you heard about that no, but I'm not surprised. Like I, I've, I've, God, there's been so much flying around Disney right now, and the thing is, though, is that I feel like they. I've talked about, I've written about Disney's bad uh, business decisions for years, um, especially when it comes in, in relation to Star Wars. Uh, so to me, I'm sort of like, duh. Like they keep making <laughs> these really dumb decisions and watching them backfire. And the only reason why they keep, it keeps happening and them s survive is because one, you have the people who are like so in love with Disney, like Disney could shoot a baby on live TV and they would still love Disney kind of people. And <laughs> well, maybe not that far, but pretty fucking far. <laughs> and then, but then they, they absorb these losses because they're huge. They're so big. Uh, but we, when it comes to Star Wars, they spent like what, $4.5 billion. And then there's all the, 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 um, the costs that go into mm. these stupid projects they made for Star Wars. And it's like, have they ever recouped their losses? I think they're just absorbing them through other means. Um, so I, I'm like, this is unsurprising, nor would I like want to be a part of this myself. Like, I've never been like a huge Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. um, and the prequels came out when I was in high school and I felt like they were just trash even back then. Um, but then Disney made it worse, so much worse. And so like, to me, I'm, all, I'm always like, yeah, what, what Disney made a bad decision again. <laughs> that's right. what i like have you heard the latest thing about disney that they made another bad decision <laughs> and the sun rises in the east exactly <laughs> um yeah i i so i've never been that super into star wars either and i which i feel bad about i do own three lightsabers um and <laughs> uh and my username on everything is the dim side which was in reference to the light side and the dark side but it's the perfect oh. blend between the, the light oh, and the, the dark side, side. That makes um, sense. and i've had that since like i was 13 but uh but i've also just never i don't like i i don't know i want to be more into star wars because i feel like out of everything like i should be i have these things but um so at someday I'm going to go through and start because I think I've only maybe seen the fourth and fifth. Maybe, maybe. I don't even know. <laughs> so you can tell me like if I'm supposed to be watch if I should watch everything. I've the seen only, like. I, I really. OK, so I'm, I still haven't finished season two of The Mandalorian. I've not started the whatever of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett. Um, 
which, uh, but one of the reasons why I kind of lost interest in the, the Mandalorian was the, the, all the stuff about, um, you know, uh, Gina Carano. And I was like, mm, you're just making mm. bad decisions again. I'm not surprised. Um, right. And, and, and then the, the hypocrisy of saying this is, this Holocaust comparison is bad, but that one by this other actor was fine. Like I almost like, oh, geez, what a surprise. They're, they're being disgustingly stupid and hypocritical. So like I kind of lost a lot of interest in it, in everything. And the, the last Jedi was so unbelievably awful. Like oh yeah, my God. I did see that one. Um, it don't oh God, it was so bad. I I did a review of it. I was like Jesus, this this movie is bad. Like really, really bad. Like I think I gave it my worst rating of really? any movie I reviewed on the channel. I gave it a one out of ten. The only thing I think that came close was Alien Covenant, which I gave a three out of ten. I don't uh, know that one. <laughs> That one's bad too. It's mostly very, very boring <laughs> and predictable. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, the the Last Jedi was so in like horrifically bad. I I had to keep pausing the movie uh, because I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Was so like it's it so like there there's this trope idea of like fridge logic where like after you've seen a movie and you have time to think about it. You mm -hmm. start and you're like, say you're looking in the fridge to buy to, to grab some food and you think, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. Uh, you know, oh, you, okay. that's fridge logic where something about a movie or a plot did not make sense after you finish watching it. I was not experiencing that. I was experiencing it in the moment. as okay. I watched it. Oh. That's how bad it was. The, I feel like I do so, that a lot. So, I, mean, I, I feel I feel like, though, I do suggest this. Go ahead and watch the Solo movie. I think I did. I did see that because uh, who hmm. all is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I need to watch things like multiple times because like I, I forget them like really immediately. And so I have a vague <laughs> memory of it. Was Donald Glover in it as as like a young someone? He, okay, so I have. Lando. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel I there is a, a tendency from especially YouTube um, reviewers to get to, you know, there's the hype train thing where you're like, Oh, I can't wait. Like there are people jumping on this thing on the train to say, this is going to be amazing. And no matter how shitty it is, they're still going to love it. YouTube reviewers have the opposite problem. They jump on the hate train. They're yeah. absolutely certain something's going to be awful. So they're, they kind of assume going into watching it that it's awful so everything it does is awful and i'm i try to stop myself from doing that like i literally my movie reviews were about pre-watch thoughts as well like i'm here are my assumptions i assume this is going to be bad like i say it um but i don't and i put out why and then uh and like i said i've not done a movie review in a couple of years now though so but uh, and then I watch it and I, I'm, I want it to prove me wrong. If I think it's bad, I do. Uh, I'm, I, I'm okay with the idea that something made possibly by Disney isn't going to suck, you know? Uh, so right. solo, I actually enjoyed, it. I gave that one an eight out of 10. Okay. You know? Yeah. That's, I, think, I, 
I vaguely, what I vaguely remember, I, I think it was, it was more enjoyable than like the other, the main movies that have been coming well, out. For one thing, the main actor is a very good, uh, charming individual. Mm. And they've been, they've been hiring charisma voids for most of their major parts, but he actually has like something to him. Uh, he's very likable. So, um, and that came through. I was kind of surprised that it did come through because he has an accent and he had to cut that oh. accent out. I was yeah. like a little worried that he was going to be a little bit too dead voiced, but he mm -hmm. managed to do it really well. And that actor works his ass off too. So I, I was actually very impressed by him as uh, ha young Han Solo. And then um, for one thing, Kasdan was involved in the script. And to me, that that's a step up from Ryan Johnson or J.J. Abrams. Right. And Ryan Johnson is the worst, but J.J. Abrams is right there, riding on top of him when it comes to quality. What else has Ryan Johnson done? Uh, he did Knives Out. Oh, oh, you didn't like that? I thought. I mean, I, I understand like mm -hmm. some of the, but like I thought it was a fun movie though. Like it was because it it was just kind of a lot of. I think Daniel, I think Daniel Craig and um, uh, Chris Evans do a good job in Knives Out, but Knives Out as a murder mystery to me was obvious. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, guess, I don't. I guess I'm. I'm. When it comes to watching things, I end up being like less critical. I'm. I don't know. I'm pretty easygoing on a lot of stuff. Like so when my boyfriend and I watch things, like I rank things a lot higher than he would because he's just so much more critical. But um, especially if it like if it's a movie that makes me laugh, though, then it's, it'll just be <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, no, it was really good. But um, I will give movies credit uh, for stuff like that. Like I saw just uh, what's that movie? Jurassic World. Jurassic World mm. to me, it was annoying in the fact that it was almost good. There were moments <laughs> of, of gem writing in there and then absolute crap writing. And I was like, this is a five out of 10. It could be, it could be so much better. And I was like, maybe a couple more drafts could have gotten it there. But it was, but I gave it credit for a lot of the good things it did do. Uh, same thing with Avengers Endgame. There was a lot in there that was good and a lot of, crap as well mm -hmm. so to me i'm like i'm willing to give points for for good things but there it, i am hard to please because i've uh, i have so much writing experience right for one thing yeah. when it comes to a mystery if you're trying to trick me god you have to be it's so smart and it's a lot harder now with everything i think i saw that in yeah. chat too where it's just like so much has already been out and brian hepburn says knives out is good but gives it away too soon with nothing after so like yeah i think that was a part that's what like the comedy in it kept me going but then like i do understand like plot wise that's why like in a lot of things that i watch i am critical in the moment because if the plot doesn't make sense then i'm just like why why would they make this choice here or like the characters do something like why would you choose this and it's hard for me to suspend my disbelief in that yeah. so then so there are a lot of even like small like there could be like really small things that like it really doesn't matter I'm, like but they should have like you know realistically this just wouldn't have been in it so and then that like gets me out of it and when for normal people it wouldn't but someone in chat brian hepburn mentioned uh murder by death and that is a great movie uh it's really silly you have to kind of know a lot of um old mystery um ideas like sam spade you have to know sam spade you have to know like prowro um 
oh god there's an asian one i can't remember what it is um miss marple and like if you know all of those and you want and like you don't necessarily have oh uh what's the the couple that where the husband drinks all the time nick and nora i think but uh or something like that i can't remember yeah i think so but the, they're yeah, carter the, oh, sorry, the the uh the lame intern <laughs> giving a thumbs up yeah that and maggie smith is in it um and it's and it's so funny it is a very funny movie um it doesn't make any sense but it doesn't need to because that's mm-hmm. it's not trying to make sense it's almost entirely a, a joke so if you if you have a chance to watch murder by death i definitely suggest it okay <laughs> let me write this down Sorry. i am right Remember. nick and nora thin man yeah okay. <laughs> Um, Alex is right. Alex is always right. So she is right. Uh, real quick, since this is uh, on the screen still, Silverlock says Star Wars Hotel should have been a slam dunk. How do you mess up such an easy thing? Yeah. Well, I think from what I read in the article, it had a. Uh, um, it was like five, six thousand dollars for for like it's for the whole you know the environment and all like the the entertainment value but the rooms themselves were like really because it was like you're living inside you know you're in outer space so you have like just a tiny <laughs> little room bunker thing to- and make it realistic but it's just like well i'm paying a lot of money i want some comfort too and there's not like a pool or anything I'm like i give me something here to um, me it makes me think of th- that they're like let's get people ready for the pods and make them pay for the privilege of it right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um, and then i also saw a super chat earlier from dave omer that was just a period and i don't know if that was intentional but i am just going to say that out loud in case that was relevant to anything <laughs> um so thank you both for those um yeah. Okay. Let me see. What was the other thing? Oh, how much game? I wanted to do this other game. It was a period was- piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. Actually, we will do a game now because I think it's time, but I do have like another news item that I wanted to talk about. Um, which one is this? Okay. So we're going to do uh, a cards against humanity round that I don't know how, because I tested this out. Pirate Tomsky was kind enough to suggest like, Hey, do you can do a test episode. And he, so he did it with me. He didn't think it was, it, this one worked as well, but I'm going to keep trying it and see <laughs> like, maybe I won't, but um, so we'll see. Uh, It'll be my first time playing cards against ever? humanity ever, oh, ever, ever. Okay, this is not how you actually play the game. So, <laughs> okay. but since I can only, I since I'm the only one with the actual cards, I'm just going to read to you. You've got the the main like question, so it's like you f- are going to fill in the blank, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to give you four uh, multiple. It'll be multiple choice answers, so you get to choose what you think is the best answer for it, and okay. to make this into like some sort of like competitive game i think maybe maybe you get points if if i happen to choose the same one that you choose maybe we get points of some sort if you choose what i don't choose then i lose i don't know (laughs) we'll get points either way so um preemptively blaming yes Um, in turn Uh, no no i was uh not blaming him i'm just disregarding his advice (laughs) so okay and i chose this one because uh you like writing and stuff and i thought this is fit well uh, it was kind of random but then i'm like this works so the black card is and i'm just going to hold this up because i didn't do them digitally how do i do this (laughs) i'm leaning with it 
Uh, there we go. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but with blank. Mm -hmm. And now, just keep that in mind. This is that's what your card is. Um, not with a bang, but with a dying of dysentery. <laughs> Oregon Trail. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, B. Poorly timed Holocaust jokes. Uh. Oh God, I thought I switched this one. C, Stephen Hawking talking dirty. <laughs> or D, Shaquille O'Neal's acting career. <laughs> so this is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but with A, B, C, or D. D uh, I'll read them again. A, dying of dysentery. B, poorly timed Holocaust jokes. C, Stephen Hawking talking dirty. Or D, Shaquille O'Neal's acting career. How do you see the world ending? I'm going to go with C, <laughs> Stephen Hawking talking dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one I just did. <laughs> so, yes. Give me three points for that one. <laughs> and... I guess uh, for all the ways to go out in the world, I would, uh, I'll take that one. Um, <laughs> oh, I see G man. I like your key chart in the background, Beverly. Do you have a matching tie? Yeah, I think I, I do actually. I have like, I think it actually plays music. There's a keyboard mm -hmm. tie that's sitting like on beside my bed for some reason still. Um, <laughs> and by the way, my, this is my key chart in the background. Um, her name is Epsilon. <laughs> So I've named all of my instruments, or most of them at least. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for noticing, G-Man. And uh, next time I'll wear that tie, just for you. Um, okay, so you got, what is this, three points? How many did I give before? Six? At nine? Maybe you're at nine? I don't know. Like I said, the points <laughs> do matter, so you should be keeping track of these because I'm not. The more points you have, the better later. Um so this other article that I wanted to read, let me see if I can get it up here. It is Uno Momento. Um, are you seeing, wait, no, I have to, I forgot. I have to click this. Yeah. Um, there we go. Amazon moves employees out of crime-ridden downtown Seattle office. So just wanted to breeze through this article real quick because I just thought it was funny to see like, man, even like Amazon, like they're, they're having a hard enough time now like denying that like everything's totally fine. And I know, and I, I do get that like some parts of these cities are okay. It's, you know, not everywhere and all that. So people will argue, but obviously there's still something going on that like makes it where the Amazon office wants to send people away. Like, I don't know. So um, Seattle, Amazon is relocating employees from a downtown Seattle office to a safer location due to ongoing violent crimes. The tech giant says the movement is temporary, but others aren't so sure. The company emailed Bloomberg with an explanation behind the move and their hope that conditions will improve so workers can return. Given recent incidents near Third and Pine, we're providing employees currently at uh, providing employees currently at that location with alternative office space elsewhere. We are hopeful that conditions will improve and that we will be able to bring employees back to this location when it is safe to do so. I like that the author of this article just like paraphrased up above and then quoted the exact thing or like <laughs> conditions will improve. Kind of lazy. <laughs> yeah. Again, was a newspaper reporter beforehand, and this is kind of be critical. Um, what is this? I, I think I shared the tab. Can you hear this? 
Yeah. It's kind of loud. Oh, I think it's just going through. So yeah, so that's, there you go. Um, that's what Seattle looks like right now. The Amazon See, office, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I've seen, so like I live in a part of Phoenix that is not, has not ever been historically considered all that safe to live. Um, like something like 12 years ago, people would hear gunshots everywhere. Some people were talking about buying bulletproof vests and stuff. And wow. a, a company moved here and purposely, purposely, for one thing, it was cheap. And for another reason, to improve the crime rates. So like a business, like a big business like Amazon could do something to improve the area. Like I've seen companies do that. So to me, I'm sort of like, this is this is real crappy. And someone in chat <laughs> said they spent lots of money on building this location. So I it's kind of... Uh, it's it's really really crappy of them to just go. Oh, we're abandoning the area. Right. Like never mind. <laughs> yeah. Out. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I guess like when you have that power to be able to to help out, and then you're giving up on it, then it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but then yeah. it's also like, yeah, but your city sucks. So I mean, just because like all these things are being allowed to happen so i kind of get it too well, um I mean, part of it i think is the fact that they support policies that would that, not help the situation yeah. but would make it worse and then you so, leave because you're like well the policies that i chose didn't i'm like well yeah exactly <laughs> you're abandoning it even though you kind of helped caught you know like you were in favor of it yeah 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 Makes sense um, the Amazon office located at 300 Pine Street in the heart of downtown above the city's iconic Macy's department store location is home to about 1,800 employees, Post Millennial reported. Many Amazon personnel continue working from home due to the pandemic, but have begun returning to the office several days per week. Uh, the area in downtown Seattle has seen increased open-air drug use, exchanges of stolen property, shootings, carjackings, quality of life crimes, as well as violent crimes over the past few years. With the transients and drug addicts walking around unfettered, it looks like a zombie apocalypse. A visitor told the area, a visitor to the area told law officer, "Wow, my brain just really <laughs> like a zombie stuff." So that seems kind of fun. It will not change unless political leaders have the common sense to say enough is enough. According to the Post Millennial, there have been three shootings, two stabbings, and a carjacking since February 21st. Shootings <laughs> and increase in businesses shutting down in the area. <laughs> three, two, one. I don't know what that was. Um, cool. Seattle sounds fun. We're going to go on vacay over there. Um, enough of that. But yeah, I think I, you're right, though, too, about them just kind of like, hey, we screwed things up, but um, we're going to leave. So good luck um, yeah they do that a lot i i feel not just companies but also like politicians and um people with a lot of clout they'll do they'll support policies in an area that hurt the area and as soon as it starts to affect them they yeet out and yeah. it's like that that's and, and to me i feel like that's not taking accountability it's not taking any kind of responsibility for the things you believe and have done and basically just like i made a big mess bye everybody <laughs> like, like going to someone else's house screwing every like breaking vases and destroying their tv and then leaving and going you can handle it right like no mm -hmm. come back here and fix this <laughs> it's my attitude anyway how does one fix a vase 
Just glue it. Pay for it. (laughs) Super glue. I don't know how that works. (laughs) Um, Did you? What was the other thing too? I think I have it here. Um, Bill. Is it Mayer? Is it pronounced Mayer? Bill Mar. Is it Mar? Mar. I I only say that because I've been saying Mayer for a very long time. Every time I do, my friend goes, "It's Mar. It's Mar." And I'm like, "Okay." Someone online, I've seen him call say Maher, and I'm like, that can't be right, can it? <laughs> Bill Maher. Maher. Um, so I like Mar. Mar. Mar is good. Mar. Um, so I don't know. I never watched him, but I guess he did say something about how um, he asked why Putin invaded Ukraine when Biden was president and not Trump, and who liberals believe is in th- enthralled to the Russian despot. I got scared for a second because I almost said depot. <laughs> depot. in there. So. Um, <laughs> depot. Um, but yeah, so I guess he, he says it's worth thinking about. Um, well, at least he asked some questions. I, 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 I did recently watch his Sunday show with when he was on Ben Shapiro's Sunday show. I watched that and I uh, I was actually incredibly impressed by how, and I've never watched either of their shows before, was impressed by how nuanced they were both willing to be on topics. I didn't agree with them on everything. I didn't expect to either, but they at least they have some nuance and they're willing to accept some things as reality, which I, I think is like why Bill Maher is someone uh, the anti-woke and the um, like conservatives and libertarians are willing to like look to now because he's mm-hmm. not he's not ideologically captured. He has his stances and he doesn't necessarily go backwards on them just because it's unpopular now to stick with his original stances. And so I I think that's why a lot of people still pay attention to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think I've gone back and forth, or at least from what I've seen online, people sometimes like, oh, he's seeming a little bit based. Like, oh, why did he say that? Oh, he's seeming <laughs> based again. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, it's nice to just kind of see someone who, oh, yeah, I think I remember, like, yeah, he start, He finally started speaking out. Maybe it was something about, like, goof stuff and, like, the ridiculousness of it. And um, and I think Tim Pool w- wasn't, he was just kind of like, well, like, yeah, but, like, where were you this whole time? And I'm like, no, I'm okay with, like, he's, like, the normie where everyone, it's, it's even though they took forever, it's, it's, it's still nice to kind of see that at least someone in, like, the mainstream is talking about, you know, like, sharing this with the other people who wouldn't otherwise, like, know about these things. So I can be like, yeah, I'm going to criticize you for taking this long to actually figure things <laughs> out, but I appreciate that you finally did somehow, and you're talking about, like, you're speaking out about it, and so. I just, I don't appreciate when they change their mind later and then pretend that everyone agreed um, with them originally. Like, yeah. that kind of, like, self-lie, self-delusion to me is, like, bullshit or they say that you guessed you guessed and were right we oh, yeah. didn't know and i'm like right. eh. i obviously thing. i'm talking about to some extent a specific person who did that but <laughs> mm. i it really like but he he's not the only one who did that like a lot of people have done that they're like oh no 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 one knew no one no one was speaking up yeah there were there were, i remember there were protests immediately upon lockdowns immediately right. some people were yeah. like this is not okay so it's like and and 
their stance was about civil liberties from the beginning. They stuck with it for two years. They were, I mean, they were right. So <laughs> I'm like, I just find it really silly to lie to yourself and say, no one thought this. No, yeah. Ugh, no I love the wake up home. goldfish. <laughs> yeah. yeah <right. laughs> um, oh, thank you, Captain Z. He says, I always call Home Depot the home despot. So that makes me feel better for being retarded at reading. Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> I don't know if you can hear, so I don't I have my windows closed, but sometimes like the chickens and geese are around. I just hear like I've a not heard it. <laughs> sound coming from the chickens, like right outside the window. And I see my one goose. I think he's alone because the female goose keeps going inside and sitting on her nest and brooding. And he's just like sitting out on like the cement pad, lonely. <laughs> he's blowing in the breeze. Oh, I didn't even hear the uh, honk sound, but he does look. There we go. He does look similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me see. Uh, is it time for another game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about this one. Um, so I'm going to play a video. Oh, no. So no, sorry. I'm going to play the audio from a video. And it's just going to come up with like a, a black screen. So don't be scared if you see nothing because I didn't edit it to any text, but it's just going to be a black screen. Um, it's a libs of TikTok. It's from a Lips of TikTok video. So you're going to listen to it. We'll play through. And then afterward, I'm going to ask you a question about it. Okay. So let me know when you're ready. Are you prepared? Okay. This is a game. This is worth all, <laughs> all the points. I guess you're betting them now. So you're putting in all the points. Double or nothing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see if this works. Not this, but that. Here's a gender inclusive tip. Instead of referring to someone's sex at birth as biologically male or biologically female, instead use assigned male at birth or assigned female at birth. The emphasis being here on the word assigned and that it was the doctor who made that decision. And the assignment might align with how the person feels about their gender identity, or it may not. An important distinction because this honors the fact that trans people are who they are. Okay. You took all that in? That yep. wealth of knowledge there? <laughs> So my question for you, Alex, uh, double or nothing, what color is this person's hair? Hmm. I'm gonna go with pink. Pink, are you sure? Yeah. No, double not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Double I'm throwing or a freaking dart at a board of colors, like. <laughs> well, let's find out. Oh. Here's a gender inclusive tip: instead of referring to someone's sex, double the points. Holy crap! I won't make you have to listen through that again. But no. yeah, <laughs> pink is correct. Holy shit! That's amazing. So I don't remember how many games. You're at least 18 points, I think. I don't know. Something like that. Because <laughs> it was double. Um, mm -hmm. I can't believe you got that right. I'm so happy for you. Or maybe I, I'm not I supposed to be happy. I can't believe either. Do I well, want no, to lose? So I don't know. I guess my, I did have a thought process there. And I was like, well, it's a, it's a guy saying this. Well, and, that's making assumptions. Yeah. Uh, um, but I'm going to assume that he's going with a feminine color. That was mm. my thought, mm. a, a traditionally feminine color. So right, because even though gender doesn't matter and we need to get rid of all that, though, but we yeah. have to, <laughs> but pink also still represents femininity and all that. So, yeah, mm -hmm. their logic makes sense. 
Um, <laughs> nice. Okay. I'm very excited that you got that one right. But again, I don't know if I should be rooting against you or for you. I don't know. I guess it depends <laughs> on if you want this um, secret love letter <laughs> mailed to you. As the one, maybe you don't want to be winning this. <laughs> I was also thinking of like cutting out like uh, from like magazines and stuff too and just doing like a ransom letter. Um, seven oh, my handwriting. <laughs> Which I've done. Like I. For like Valentine's Day, I think there were a couple of times I had a friend, I, I mailed it to her. She, what was it? I, I, um, the Flintstones, like fruit, fruit, fruity pebbles, cereal boxes. I cut mm. out the Flintstone faces and then I like glued them on whatever paper. And then I think I wrote in fake blood, yabba dabba die. And then I <laughs> mailed them to her for Valentine's. And I think I drew like hearts and stuff. And then I think the first Valentine's Day with my boyfriend, um, we worked together. And so then I took like creepy stalker photos of him while at work. And then I um, glued them onto like red hearts and stuff too and gave it to him. Oh my God. <laughs> so I can do something like that for you if that's, mm -hmm. you know, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, well, if you do, I'm going to get it framed. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think of what I yeah all right so we'll talk we'll talk well if you win this game we'll see we'll see what happens yeah <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to remove how do I remove this text to remove it shut up intern <laughs> um I don't even know how to remove this I don't know how it's on screen so that's just gonna stay there <laughs> By the way, the background, if anyone was wondering what this background is that I put up, it's um, an x-ray of one of my geese. So you couldn't tell. It's the profile view of a goose's body, and you can see the insides of it. Um, I just thought everyone should see. Mm -hmm. I like the zero fuck says, Beverly is one bad day away from being a felon. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I've done other weird things, too. Like in college, my one roommate, he kept wanting me to get Snapchat. And uh, so then when I finally did, I just kept taking pictures and sending it to him of me holding a knife and creeping up toward his door, bedroom door <laughs> and sending him to him. Oh, God. And so then I stopped using Snapchat. I don't think he <laughs> asked me to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the, the oh, funny thing is about the hair thing, the hair color thing, is that I've huh. always wanted to dye my hair like a crazy color like and have kind of maybe a punch haircut but they ruined it i can't do it without seeming like a psycho now and i'm like right. oh, they're thanks just gonna for make ruining assumptions. this entire mm -hmm. aesthetic you've taken it because if you think about it it's also cyberpunk which is for a lot of gamers out there like a really big deal like and, and it's vaporwave kind of uh look and they, they but you cannot have crazy hair color anymore it's like ah you ruined it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i love the idea of dyeing my hair but then i'd have to like bleach you have dark hair too so then i think like i would have to bleach it to get any color to stay in and yeah i'm not willing to do that and it would take like a lot of dye for it <laughs> yeah you have a lot of hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> i used to dye my hair in high school i used to be blonde and really went black ooh, yeah ooh, okay yeah i think you can pull off blonde i need to see pictures picture it didn't happen but um uh... well the only the only thing i really have and i don't know where it is anymore is i had a vhs of me being hypnotized at the state fair when i had blonde hair 
I had to be like 14 at the time. Oh. I'm, I was really, really hypnotized too. Like he's always like, okay. Everyone. As you're blonde or when you're brunette, are you not hypnotized? Are you not as susceptible? I don't know about that. You know if but it's like I, a dumb blonde the thing? That's I was ever hypnotized. It was, it was uh, fun though. Uh, except for the fact that at one point he wanted, like, at the end, he put us back in the audience and he wanted me to, like, rub on a bald man's head and whisper in his ears. My, I don't have to like, be hypnotized to do that. but okay. <laughs> Like, just a stranger, like some strange yeah. bald yeah, man's head Point and, still like, whisper here. in his ear what I want, my deepest desires. And I'm like, I'm 14. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> So like I'm sitting there and he's like he's saying the word which is genie actually and he's saying it over and over and over again and I'm just I'm like <laughs> not moving in my chair and I am I but I'm fighting it I really won't like yeah I the compulsion was there but I fought it like mad and I didn't do it I was like ha 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 I win <laughs> yeah it was stressful I thought yeah I thought you can't be forced to do something that you don't want to do. You can't actually, and I, I proved it. I at yeah. fourteen, I was able to stand up to it, but, but it was but hard. You, yeah, but you felt like the pressure to do it. Oh, that's interesting. I did. I, I've I never really been hypnotized, felt. and I always wonder, like, could I be? Because I'm, I'm really like skeptical. I don't know. Like, I'm, I guess I'm really closed off as a person. So I just, I always figured, like, oh, I could never be hypnotized because I just also think that, like, no, I'm. I don't know if it's a willpower thing or just that that my being critical I, of other human beings thing i like having control over myself and everything but i'm okay like i understand that having control over myself uh is one through little bits of uh to some extent not having control like i understand yeah. that there's a little there's a little bit of give and take on that mostly i want to be in control but i'm okay every yeah. once in a while oh. like it was like accepting the fact that I'm not 100% in control of myself. I think um, I hate not being in control. I think <laughs> I don't really like it either. Actually, like it, I have an anxiety disorder. So for me, I'm mm. like, I, I want to be in control, but it's yeah. a, it's a, it's kind of a, um, actually a therapy thing that where I'm like, I'm, I have to be okay with the fact that I'm sometimes no, I mean, it's been 20 years, so no, it's not working. <laughs> okay. Well, we should try hypnotizing you at some point too. Once I learn how to like do a, a hang a watch or whatever. <laughs> Um, I think, I guess the control thing, like I'm terrified of flying and I, I was doing it more in recent years, but like, I would always have, like, I'd have to hold someone's hand. There was someone, I was flying alone somewhere, but my friend, my coworker and friend just happened to be on the same flight at the same time. So then like we sat next to each other cause it was Southwest, you get to choose. Um, and so I asked, <laughs> can I hold your hand <laughs> she was doing takeoff? Cause I just needed to like squeeze. Um, but I, yeah, like, cause I'm just always terrified and being more frequent in the last couple of years well, before COVID. Um, yeah. I was, I felt a little bit better because there's also a point of like, well, there's nothing I can do. Like if it happens, it happens. And that's just kind of all there is. But so that kind of like, sometimes that can help kind of calm me down, but then it, I'll, I'll like go back and forth between like, I'm terrified. I don't want to die. <laughs> I know I used to fly a lot back when I lived in Kansas because I would fly back home to Arizona to visit family and stuff. And I don't like flying. I really don't. But I would. I was just a master of distraction. When it, you know, like I'm like, we're we're taking off. I'm reading. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be paying attention to what's going on right now. That's, I'm like, I'm at home in my chair. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially is how I would get myself through it. And I, also, I, you couldn't tell from the outside. I'm very good at making oh, that you it can just... not... Yeah, I'm yeah. very good at making Internal. it not appear like I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I torture myself, too, because it's like, even though I'm terrified, I still sit at the window and I look out the window <laughs> like I watch it as it's happening. Because I'm like, well, at least I get to enjoy the view while being scared and if we crash and die. And, and I know what's happening, though, too, because like sometimes I don't know if the plane I'm like, are we crashing or just turning or is this turbulence? <laughs> like, I don't know. So then I like to be able to see my death, my impending doom. Um, but uh, so it's like comforting and then also very terrifying. way. <laughs> I know. I know someone who said that he wouldn't mind flying quite so much if he was the pilot because yeah. that's a control thing. That's about being in mm-hmm. control. I know yeah. people like that, like with driving, that they have to drive. I'm a very weak driver, so I, I like it, but I have also wrecked my car. So um, so I don't mind sitting in the passenger seat, but then I can also, if they're going too fast or something, like I, I sometimes I just like hold on to them. <laughs> I don't drive. I've never driven. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I didn't get never. my license until I was 22 because uh, I'm both Asian and a woman. So the stereotypes <laughs> were against me. Um <laughs> I just I lived in Phoenix for the longest time, and there was there was always the the buses everywhere, so, and everywhere mm-hmm. I wanted to I could walk five miles in a day and not be a big issue to me. Um, and then I moved to Kansas and and for school, and I still walked like up to five miles in a day. And people were like, "You're insane!" And I was like, yeah, well, "It's walking. good for me." And I'm like, it's good for me. Uh, it's you know, it's healthy. And then also that is that was all the time I spent on like daydreaming i did a lot of my writing yeah. on my feet yeah. like that um and uh, unfortunately because i went work from home i don't walk anymore and i kind of hate it i like i really wish i could walk again um but i don't like walking for no purpose i want to be on my way somewhere and i don't have anywhere to go anywhere a- anymore so i'm like not walking anymore right <laughs> I, hate, I hate just walking for the sake of walking i'm like no that's not good enough have a destination or ha- yeah like yeah doing something and yeah yeah no that makes sense um <laughs> hmm. well okay so what i can do for you is um i'll draw like little maps or something and send them to you around the phoenix area so then like <laughs> And then, like, when you take, like, uh, you have a location, so then, like, you take pictures of yourself in front of whatever things, and then I'll I'll send you more <laughs> gifts. And then it'll just be, like, pieces of gifts, too, so, like, it'll, it'll, like, build up into something, and, like, what it is, I don't know, but it'll probably be creepy. Um, so then, I don't know. Oh, someone on in chat is going to walking in Phoenix It's when it's 112. Oh, God, I'm yeah. I know. It's that's the thing is that I walked in Kansas and I walked in Phoenix. I prefer walking here in 120 degree weather than I do walking in Kansas in a freaking blizzard. Like I've walked in a blizzard before to get where I need to go. And I hated that a thousand times more. No, I mean, way worse. I hate both extreme weather conditions. Like Pennsylvania has like the worst of both worlds. But, uh, (laughs) But no, I think I die in heat and I'm prone to like, 
just uh, having like, too, uh, like being dehydrated and everything. So like, even in the cold blizzard, like I hate, I hate that. This is why yeah. I just went, I don't walk <laughs> ever. So like, <laughs> I just avoid all of this by not walking at all. But if I had ever. to, I think I would die more in 120 degree, but it's dry there too. Right. Cause I've been to Vegas and, and it was different than like the humidity, like Chicago. And it can be here too. Like the humidity, so as soon as you step out, I'm like drenched in sweat. And uh, I hate it, but um, but like in in Vegas, I felt more like a like a warm hug. So I but and then like and the sweat just dries off you. So but it made my skin too dry. But um, so I'm not sure if I I guess I could handle it being a little bit higher because it's drier. Well, yeah, because then when you sweat, it actually works. What it's the mechanic of sweating actually makes you cooler, wow. <laughs> as opposed to in a humid environment where it just sticks. It, it stays doesn't evaporate. Yeah, yeah. So sweat everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I I it's definitely nice. prefer dry heat Arizona um, to any other condition. But I grew up here, so like you know, I, it's what I'm used to. I, I wouldn't right. say necessarily. Like I think a lot of people they were like they basically prefer where they grew up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I wanted to move out of Pennsylvania at first because I was debating about like Chicago for the comedy stuff, but I was also like, do I want to go to Florida just so I can avoid snow and cold forever and ever? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I hate, I, I would have like my car once I was actually driving. Um, it would like sometimes the doors would stick. It was frozen and I couldn't get it open. I'm like, I know it's unlocked, but like, I just I physically can't do it. Moist. I have no problem. I don't have any problem with words. I love, and I love the worst sounding words for things too, though. So keep them coming because I will read every word with no qualms. I don't understand why everyone hates that word moist. I don't think I want- it's that big a deal. Is it, you think it has to do with just the, the meaning behind it that like something of, of being what just, so like if it had a different definition, would that word be as bad? I hear that the, that to some extent it is the actual sounds together, like with the, especially end? the mm and the oist, mm, uh, like, oh, like it's, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we were, you really foist. tried out on the, on the chat. Moist. <laughs> Keep saying it for the rest of the show. Like over and over and over again. <laughs> um, G-Man says, hey, Zato, you missed the part where Beverly made a pass at me. I don't, and then I forgot and I remembered I did wink at G-Man. That's right. I did. That's true. He's not. Um, moist. Or what else? Foist. It's hoist. Hoist. I don't know. Uh, I have read that K is the funniest letter. I don't know why, but that's what I've read. Okay. Um, see, I'm laughing now when you said okay. It's hilarious. Um, all right, let me see. Uh, oh, alphabet. <laughs> alphabet. Yeah. I, mean? I can't, what's it? What do I do for A? Amble. <laughs> I'm trying to get an M in there too. We should have put K A, A- America. So we got the A, M, and K sounds. So I uh speaking of A's, I just I've been we've been catching up on uh Disney and Pixar movies because I stopped watching because I thought like, oh, are they getting woke? So I just kind of stopped and it was at Soul, the movie Soul. I was just like, oh, I, I thought I heard that was gonna be woke. And it was two hours long, but actually it, it was, it, 
didn't have like any wokeness at all. I enjoyed it. Um, oh. And I also cry at anything that's remotely heartwarming. So I've been crying a lot with all these movies the last few days. <laughs> um, and then, or like that's kind of that's sad, heartwarming. But um, yesterday we watched uh, Ron's Gone Wrong, which I think was, it wasn't initially Disney. I think it was 20th Century Fox or something, but Disney owns it. Um, and the the robot character, the android character, like he only knew like the definitions of the letter A. So like oh. had to, when he talked, like you had to like use stuff that like, oh, A, A, um, it's going to kill us. It's going to, you know, you're going to die. Like it's going to annihilate you. Like, oh, annihilate, that's bad. <laughs> um, but that I had think, something. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think I've watched a Disney Pixar movie or, or animated movie since, I can't remember, Coco or. Mm, uh, I liked Coco. Finding Dory, like I don't mm -hmm. know which one's later. I really did not like Coco. Really, like, I, I mean, like I was predict again. As, there's some things where I'm like, oh, every story is kind of predictable to me. So then I'm just like, but, that was very predictable. Or like the characters, <laughs> like did it make me laugh? So then I can get pat because like I, I usually guess stuff that like the things that happen like in movies and things too. I just kind of see it. The one thing that I did not see coming with the movie was a uh, detective Pikachu where it was like really <sighs> obvious how it was going. To, and I won't spoil I really, it. Um, I really liked that one. I really did like yeah. detective Pikachu. It was, I, it's the only like Pokemon thing I've ever seen. That's so uh, sad. I, I have all of the Pokemon soundtracks on my phone. <laughs> but my, my reasoning for disliking Coco is the music is great. The um, art direction was great. I loved all that. What I didn't like is the fact that his family was abusive. And then he has to learn the lesson that mm. a family is everything. And I'm like, this is a kid's movie. Don't That's teach them this. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, and I someone agree was with like, that. Someone said, a parent and I were talking about it and he said, um, <clears throat> Oh, but I, I'm a good parent. I can teach my kid not to f learn that lesson. I was like, do you think abusive parents are going to teach their kid <laughs> that that's the bad lesson? <laughs> and he's like, okay, fair. And I was like, yeah, they're going to use it as a way of going, yeah, see, you got to put up with how mean I am. And I was like, this is not appropriate. Um, but I, I, but what was the other movie you mentioned? Uh, I, after Coco? Uh, which the one that I uh, let me think of Soul, uh, Ron's Gone Wrong. There's Encanto. I didn't mention these ones, but there we watched Encanto. We watched uh, there's Raya, oh. the Last Dragon. Um, uh, yeah, I have not watched any of those. Not yeah. a single one. So I, had, <laughs> I hadn't seen them in the last few years, and so now just the last few days we've been trying to catch up on them. And I mean, I love animated films, so they're always. My, yeah, that's what I get into. But again, you know, Pokemon. I <laughs> really love yeah. cartoons. Um, but uh, I, I have the last. Did one you see is, Sonic oh. the Hedgehog? Did you see that one? No, I do remember like when that was coming out that they had to change like all of the art style because like he was like super like really oh, tall or whatever, and it was and everyone was, was hating it. And, they were, they were, and it was a good thing though too because they were like, no one is going to watch this movie unless we change this. So and they did. So, but I, I've, I've never been it. into Sonic like in the games or anything. So I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't like fast games where the character's fast like I'm, I'm like that's a joke on warframe they're fast four frames and i and i'm like oh it's a fast frame yay because i'm like i'm gonna run into a fucking wall like i'm not yeah. good at at fast so i don't like sonic the the games but that movie was good really I, it, it was really funny it was really funny and it was it it was silly it had some 
plot problems like most kids movies do right but it was really really enjoyable there's a real <clears throat> life actor in there that i think i like who who's in it i think there's a real human that i've like oh i should watch this because of you but i don't know who do you know who the uh, actors Jim were carrie is mr mm, that might be it that i don't yeah. i mean i don't think he's a great like, i've just always been like oh you know you you do the same thing all the time but, like <laughs> i dig it like i, I enjoy watching he you I kind of got tired of him for a while. Like he just, he's, he didn't seem to have his heart in it anymore. Like he mm -hmm. was tired or something, you know, he's which old. is exactly. And I was like, yeah, you're allowed to be tired, man. Yeah. Maybe don't take some of these roles. Right. And then, you're doing but, a young man's game with all of the likes. Yeah. But Jim, he, it's like old Jim Carrey again. He's, mm. he's funny. He is funny, uh, and he he does not look like he's hating the project as he performs it. Like he did in Yes Man, he looked like he was really unhappy the whole time, and I was like, ugh, this is just uncomfortable. Uh, the, and, and and actually, if you know anything about Yes Man, he's supposed to play Wonderwall on guitar, and he he only, he hated he hated the guitar. He hated it, and it was like as soon as they were like, okay, cut, that's a wrap on the guitar stuff. He's like, take this away. He's like, <laughs> threw it off. But yeah, um, he just he did not like it, and I felt that. Like I felt like he was not enjoying the project the whole time. Um, but yeah, he, he actually looks like he's he's got his animus in Sonic the Hedgehog. He's he actually looks like he's enjoying it. He does a good job. Good. Okay, that's good to hear. Then I'll write that. Down. I need to watch. What is it? Murder by <laughs> Death and Sonic the Hedgehog. These sound like they go together. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you've talked a little bit about it, but if you if there's more things that you wanted to say on like Warframe, you said uh, I think maybe not this. I don't remember if you mentioned it earlier today, but you also like Destiny too. So there. So you want to uh, talk a little bit more about that? I know that you're really, really into playing them lately. Yes. Uh, Destiny 2 especially, I'm having a hard time doing anything else. Um, but, and, and so I think it was in 2020, maybe 2021, I played Destiny 2 on the old potato and it ran horribly. And also that game has a shit tutorial uh, in teaching you how to do things. And I was struggling so damn hard because each character class has a different jump mechanic and they do not explain how they work and <laughs> so then i i rage quit the first time i played destiny <laughs> 2 honestly just i was like that's the end of the video is me going no fuck off and like alt f4 got out of it end of live stream <laughs> <laughs> and um and i was like uh, but i always loved the gunplay in it i thought mm. the gunplay was so much fun and then I tried it again um, about about a year later, still on the old potato with my friend Nameless. Old and he oh, yeah, helped me understand how the jump mechanics worked. And I was like, oh, and then suddenly, like, it's not that bad. But I still can't play it because it runs like crap on the potato. It's too high intensity for that computer. So then... Recently, and for those like, of you wondering, she's talking about a literal potato. So, <laughs> like a like a month or two ago, I played it again by myself, um, and I really again and on the new computer ran beautifully, uh, captured beautifully, and was really fun. And I decided that I would 
and and also I got a lot of views. I got like 600 views, which is high for me. Nice. <laughs> uh, and within 24 hours of that live stream, so that was a pretty that was for what for someone who is just around a thousand subscribers. That's a very good live yeah. stream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I saw, I asked people, I was like, do you want me to play Destiny 2? Because now it's an actual option. Like, because I couldn't, it was not an option before because it didn't run well enough on the old computer. Mm -hmm. So then I started, uh, I decided I would play again. And this time Nameless joined me. And, uh, and then I just, I ran through the Forsaken campaign with Nameless, which uh, right before they ended it. Like, literally, we were streaming on the last oh. day oh, of Forsaken's fun. availability, and we finished it. Because it's, uh, it's only online play? Then? It's an online oh, game, yes. Okay. And they sunset content. So Forsaken mm. came out two years ago. So they were about to release The Witch Queen. Like, Monday the Monday night, the, the game's going down so that they can update it with Witch Queen and take out Forsaken. Oh. <laughs> and I was like... So we played it that <laughs> that Monday. We killed it, um, and then oh, and then Witch Queen came out, and I did. I spent like a hundred dollars to get Witch Queen and the thirtieth anniversary pack, Jeez. so that I had the season. I did. I went all out um, because I was like, this game is fun. It's very very fun. The writing behind it is like kind of silly, um, and it has some bugs. But I don't expect every game to be polished. Warframe has bugs, but they have a lot. They have a lot less per people working at digital streams than Bungie has. So like mm -hmm. they they get more uh, slack from me for their bugs than Bungie does. But and there were weird bugs like, and they still pop up where it's like there's this tutorial message that pops up and it doesn't go away, and it just won't go away. Oh really? <laughs> You're and I'm always like, learning. You yeah, know. I know. I'm always learning the same thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, so yeah, I've been playing it like crazy. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm already like in like I think like rank 35 or something in um, the season. Other Destiny 2 streamers though, they've already finished the Witch Queen campaign, which I have not. They have already fit, ranked up completely in the season, I'm sure, and finished the season quests. And I'm absolutely certain that they've already done the season raid. And I've not done any of that. <laughs> <laughs> because I am also still just a new player. Like, this is a new account. You know, like, I, I didn't play it much before. So this is me. I'm also playing all the, like, starting character content, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, so, but it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. I'm learning its mechanics because there's a lot of mechanics. And I, I feel this way about every video game, though, is when they start, to the, the characters talk at you, the, you know, they have their dialogue and mm -hmm. they tell you stuff. And then there's text that tells you stuff. And I'm like, I'm not reading any of that. I didn't hear anything you said. I'm like, checked out. <laughs> and, wow. and and it's so silly because, like, I want to get uh, feedback, actually, mostly from chat on how to do things or from Nameless. Mm -hmm. Like, when Nameless explains to me how something works, I'm a, like, I, I hear it. But when the game tries to tell me, I'm like, what? Like, you put all this flavor text in there. I don't fucking care. Like, you, when I start hearing flavor text, my brain just shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I haven't played either, you know, like any, any games like that. Mostly, like, any computer stuff. 
because I just, like I said, I do Nintendo things. So once I get all caught up on finishing my Super Mario World run, or I'm also playing Yoshi's Island, I think for the first time, because I don't, I remember Yoshi's story, but I'm trying Yoshi's Island and I don't remember like anything specifically. And Dr. Mario, I got to level 20. I uh, can't seem to beat that last one. So like once I complete all of that, maybe you can teach me how to do. <laughs> Those games are all yeah. similar, right? Like oh, I would imagine totally. Dr. Well, I mean, Mario and. There is a lot of platforming in Destiny 2. Uh, yeah, and right. it's kind of a question. Do I die more from enemies or do I die more from falling off of platforms? Yeah. <laughs> Because okay, I am, okay. I, I, I'm not good at platforming. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm bad at it. Well, maybe you're not the right person for me to learn from. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's maybe okay. <laughs> um, oh, also, hello, Bungalow Logic. I saw you say hello earlier. So it's nice to see you in mm. chat. Um, mm. and, let's see. Okay. Well, I guess it's almost or it's been two hours already. Um, so I think I have one final game for you, Alex, before we wrap up. Do I have? Oh, oh, okay. Before we do the final game, I also forgot that I wanted to say, since you have cats, it reminded me that I have this board game called The Cat Game. So <laughs> it's free. It is. It's very furry. And I actually still haven't played it, but it makes me want to play it now. And I think it's like a trivia game. Um, so like it has like different cutouts of cats for some reason. And then, and I think like, so you, I think you have to draw, it's like Pictionary or something. So you get like the card name, like fl Flicks, you do um, Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. So if you're interested in cats, what's this say? Um, Steve York says, can someone please stick a dollar in vanilla ice? <laughs> yeah, uh, my intern has been getting different terms like Unabomber, um, asking when his rap album is going to be dropping. Uh, <laughs> vanilla ice so all of these are very on point so keep them coming because he needs to be hazed because uh, he's been terrible so far and this is his first day if <laughs> he's been this bad already i don't want to know um but okay before we play oh, the game i do want to yeah, bring yeah. up one thing that i i didn't bring it up to you like as a possibility before okay. because i just watched it before we got on the the Kid Rock, um, We the People music video. I don't know if you've heard it. Yes, or seen yes, it. I have. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I was dying of laughter. Like, I don't know how many people in chat have seen this video. I think yeah. it's a little awkward at times, but I I found it really funny and like often on point. Actually, I mean, I'm not a fan of his music, but I know. Yeah, I hadn't really hilarious. listened much before. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, I and, and it's been, I, have, I listened to it, I don't remember when. So again, one, it's one of those things that like, I remember <laughs> that I had done it, but then I've forgotten all the details. But I do remember like, yeah, like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> uh, intern keeps putting up notes and saying, I'm looking to unionize. This is abuse. I'd rather, though, instead of, instead of him doing it digitally, you need to get the whiteboard out and just only write and hold it up in front of the <laughs> camera. <laughs> Just help. <laughs> um, yeah, I did I see something about that? Um, oh, yeah, Zato. Zato, I still am unclear how that A is supposed to be pronounced. Maybe the O is pronounced differently, too. <laughs> um, it says Beverly is being way too nice to the new intern. I agree. Intern, 
You suck. <laughs> um, so one final game for Alex. This is for all the potatoes. I know that you don't like your old potato, but maybe some new potatoes will be better for you. Um, and I, it's not a, it's, I'm not comparing it to computer. I'm not giving you computers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cannot You'd give me another $4,500 computer, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, as I said at the top of the show, my monthly paychecks are like $158. So you're going to wait a while until I can afford that. Um, so this last game is come, it comes from another, uh, I don't know if it's called a board game or table whatever kind of card game but it's uh called dirty minds so the goal here is that i'm going to read hints and that there's one word that you're trying to choose but like it's going to sound dirty but the the word itself is not so it's something that like you know that you know, whatever nice and appropriate word um so and it could be it could be a generic word it could be um a, a proper noun or something though too so like it varies depending on it um, so I think how I'll do it, there are three hints and I guess I'll do it like maybe if you can guess it on the first hint, you get three points. If you guess it on the second, I'll give you two. And if you guess it on the third, I'll give you one. Um, okay. so, so I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> like they're like super easy or sometimes they're really hard. So we'll try this one. Okay. Hint number one, over 1000 people went down on me. Titanic? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three points to Alex, yeah. Uh, the second, so I'll read the other hints. The second hint was, I wasn't a maiden for long. And hint number three was, a big hard thing ripped me open. <laughs> So you had three points. So you had double the points from earlier and then a three mm -hmm. points. So at least 21, maybe 24. I was, I was sure, sure it was Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I would have accepted that answer too. So either one, Titanic, Cardi B. I'm sure she's gotten that comparison before, right? Um, well, Alex, congratulations. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say, like, I played a trivia game with coworkers once, and I was, it was Kahoot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've heard of it. I don't. I might have played it. I can't remember. It was the first time I ever played it, and I was head and shoulders above everyone else by the end. I, I don't know how this is possible. Like, I don't, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't think of myself as being this good at games, but... <laughs> I don't know. I smash so people. modest. <laughs> I'm not good at any of these games, but I win everything. Oh no, On I first do try. have I do have intense beginner's luck though. Everyone oh. makes fun of me for it because, like, in like Warframe, when you farm at Warframe parts, they're like, it takes like a hundred tries, and I'm like, here, I got it on the first time. <laughs> First try. And, yeah, and I'm like, and they're, and I was like, it's not, it wasn't that hard. Is it, oh, is it supposed to be that? Is it supposed to be really hard? So I just, I have beginner's luck. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good at stuff too. As I, I <laughs> Alex is perfect over here. I remember when I was, uh, younger, I'd go I'm over not to, perfect. um, like we had like family holiday, whatever, like family meeting group, family meetings. Um, uh, but my cousins and I, I remember playing like Super Smash Bros. And I don't, none of them are like really gamers or anything. And, but like I played it. So then I was always like really good compared to them. Oh, so they stopped wanting to play with me. 
<laughs> but uh but i'm like i'm not that good like my boyfriend is way better when we play too then if you think i'm perfect watch me play destiny too i swear <laughs> i'll feel You'll a lot better about myself then if oh I yeah okay i good. i died like i don't know i like want to say 30 times on a stream <laughs> and that was only in like two hours so don't don't worry i'm i'm not i'm not perfect i suck <laughs> at video games well good that always makes me feel better when other people can talk about how terrible they are at work so then because i don't have a lot going for me over here so anything that can help boost my self-esteem is great well that's um, why i have a uh, death compilations on my channel how many times i die in video games because nice. i suck at video games <laughs> like i said only game that i can brag about is super mario world so i'm always at like 99 lives I, I i know how to yoshi blue yoshi um okay well i guess it's time to wrap up so why don't you tell everyone where they can find you so i have a channel on youtube it's called outs of all trades uh all one word uh you'll see a goofy face uh for the channel i am not on twitter i'm on facebook as outs maselli i'm on gab as outs maselli i'm I'm on a lot of different uh, social medias as either Alex Valtrades or Alex Maselli. Um, but I'm mo I also have a Discord, which you can get the link from my uh, YouTube channel. And I am in there, like people talk to me on there and stuff. Um, but I, and I also have an, uh, a locals, alexvaultrades.locals.com, I think, or is it a slash? I don't remember what the actual URL is. No one's going to find but you yeah. now, so yeah um, but then, uh that is I, I that's how i like if people want to support me that's how they can do it because i don't do it through paypal or um, oh, okay uh patreon i don't i don't do that mm -hmm. and sometimes i'll post a book review on my locals so <laughs> those books maybe <laughs> you won't give up on reading books but you will give nope. up on games um <laughs> the yeah yeah cool um so yeah so you know where to go find her and she's going to give me her mailing address so i can send her her prize uh of what was it, the secret love letter that i'm going to put out in the magazine <laughs> like a ransom a ransom note um so so that'll be coming to you at some point so that's what you get for being a winner so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Next time, maybe you just want to lose the game because no one likes these prizes. Um, and thank you. Well, thank you, Alex, for coming on the first day, especially when I didn't know anything I'm doing. And I was like, I know that she likes, you know, nerdy things <laughs> like me. So we're going to have a conversation about something. Um, and thank you to the chat and the viewers for watching this. If you have suggestions on like the games or topics and stuff too, this show is malleable because I'm still trying to figure things out. So we're open to ideas um, and whatever other stuff too. Uh, Mon oh yeah, Monday, I was getting there to like the ending um, stuff. <laughs> Thanks intern, really, you know, up in my grill here. Uh, on Monday, we've got narrative dissonance. Oh, is that the cake? Do we finally mm -hmm. have cake? I'll bake a cake at some point and then shove it in this intern's face. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Monday's Narrative Distance with some <laughs> nerd named Carter Laren, and uh, he'll have some guests and talk about 
I don't know, newsy stuff that happens. Oh, it's going to happen tonight. It's going to come out tonight. Um, I don't remember who the guests are, though. So the intern can write them in if he wants in the time that we have left over, but maybe he won't get there in time. Um, he doesn't know who they are either. So who knows? It's a mystery. Um, yeah. What else do I need to say? Book club. Again, we have uh, that archipelago game uh, book thing by some salts and meats, whatever. Um, April 24th. Some it's a Sunday, noon Eastern time, which is the better time zone. And uh, anything else, Alex, that I'm missing? Do I need to talk about? Your show came out this past Tuesday. Got that out there. We had a great reset. I think that is everything. So thank you again, everyone. Is, a key, is it a key tour or a guy? I know, Johnny Quick, Johnny Boy Quick Draw. What is a guy? And, and I know, guy, I know. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Um, if you're asking about this, yes. As I said earlier, um, I'll repeat. This is my kitar. I can't do this. Kitar. Her name is Epsilon. Um, Monday is a reporter from Breitbart and one from Post Millennial. They are also nameless, though. So you just call them reporter from Breitbart and one from Post Millennial. Um, yeah, I, Breaking Headlines says Beverly's going to play the guitar on the new rap album, Carter's new rap al album. Yes, um, that is true. Oh, guitar piano. I think a key, I don't, I didn't think there was a difference between a guitar and a guitar piano. So I'm just going to say yes. Um, okay. Well, we're wrapping up. Thank you guys again for watching. Let me find where these end credits are. Um, happy goose. Happy goose, happy life, as they say. Um, happy Friday. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye, Alex. Bye, intern. Oh, I just heard a real goose scream now, too. So <laughs> good time to end on. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, Check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production may be Russian propaganda. The following individuals are suspected of questioning one or more official narratives. Experts agree that there is an epidemic of sexually uninformed five-year-olds, and Florida is the cause. Here's an idea, why not stop complaining, and buy a Tesla? I'm sorry, there is no record of a COVID pandemic. You must be mistaken. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. 
computer voice Curtis. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.